from the carol app for mums this is the mum debrief podcast with your host holly zocheran mum of two and the founder of the carol app the free mobile app connecting and supporting mums throughout their motherhood journey through community and hand-picked expert-led content the mum debrief is a podcast where we talk all things motherhood from the good the bad and the tantrums Join us as we welcome expert guests to talk all things pregnancy to postpartum and beyond and discuss our own experiences to help make your motherhood journey a little bit easier. We are so happy to have you here. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Beauty Pie the beauty brand aiming to provide consumers with high-end, hard-working products without the hefty price tag. Beauty Pie is an absolute go-to for affordable luxury skin products that work. Go to www.beautypie.com forward slash BP forward slash promotions forward slash the dash carol dash app to get your exclusive discount today. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mum Debrief. So this week we have a different type of episode and I'm going to be sharing a snippet from our very popular baby sleep and baby feeding webinar where I dive into the tips, advice to help set a healthy sleep foundation for your baby from zero to six months. This webinar has been incredibly popular this week so I wanted to share it on here so that if you are interested in learning more about how to set your baby into a healthy sleep foundation from the early weeks, you can head to our show notes, sign up to the free webinar, it's 15 minutes and provides so much value, insights and knowledge on how you can get your baby into a healthy sleep routine from the early weeks. Enjoy! So today we're going to dive into all things baby sleep and baby feeding and I'm going to be sharing my teachings about baby sleep and baby feeding and how you can help your baby to establish a healthy sleep routine and the tips that got both of my children and so many others sleeping through the night from 7pm to 7am with no cry out and no sleep regressions. So if you're ready, let's get into it. So we know what it's like when you get home from the hospital, you've got a brand new baby, your life has completely changed and you have no idea how much to feed your baby, when to feed your baby, wake windows, when they should be napping and that is why we want to do this webinar to help equip you with the knowledge that you need to learn your baby's cues, learn what they're communicating and to help you get them into a healthy sleep routine so you get some sleep too. We know what it's like when you're sleep deprived and it's not the one. So first of all, we're going to dive into age appropriate routines, because this was something that was touted around so much when I had my first child and I was like, what are you talking about? What's an age appropriate routine? But understanding these routines for your baby sleep and feeding can make such a big difference in navigating the early stages of motherhood. It's all about finding that balance between what works for you and what works for your little one and ensuring that they're getting enough food and rest that they need for their development. So generally, baby sleep routines for newborns from zero to three months, they need around 14 to 17 hours of sleep over a 24-hour period and often wake every two to three hours. At this stage, establishing a routine, it's more about responding to your baby's needs, although you can absolutely follow a gentle guideline to help you get into some kind of rhythm. Now, when babies get from six, three to six months, they can absolutely move more into an established, more structured routine. So, 
So as your baby grows between three to six months, they'll need around 12 to 15 hours of sleep with longer stretches at night. So mamas, your nighttime sleep can come back. <laughs> so this is a really good time to establish a more structured bedtime routine, such as quiet play, reading a book, cuddling them before sleep and helping them to wind down. So now we're going to move on to my favorite part, which is the eat, play, sleep cycle. And it's so good and helpful is this cycle for helping you get some kind of structure and routine into your, in your baby's life. The eat, play, sleep cycle is a simple but incredibly effective routine that can help you establish healthy habits for your baby. The eat, play, sleep cycle helps make your day-to-day -day life a little bit more predictable for the both of you. And it's a really good way to help structure your baby's day by promoting good feeding, good sleeping patterns, and to give you a little bit of sense of predictability. Which, let's face it, when we've got little ones, if anyone's offering predictability, I am in. And I'm sure you are too. So first of all, eat. So you start the cycle with feeding. Because this ensures your baby is not eating to fall asleep, but eating when they wake up, which can really help to establish better eating habits and potentially reduce the likelihood of feeding issues. So after a good sleep, your baby is more likely to be more alert, ready for a feed, and is more likely to take a fuller feed. After feeding, this is when you can transition into play. And this is when, this is a perfect time for play, and this can include tummy time, reading a book, playing with some little blocks, singing, cuddles, gentle tickles. Not only does this help with their physical and cognitive development, it also helps with the connection between you and your baby as well. So you've fed your baby, you've played with them, now it's time for a nap. So following playtime, as your baby starts to show signs of tiredness, this could look like rubbing their eyes, yawning, or becoming fussier, this is when it's time to help them wind down and prepare them for sleep. The eat, play, sleep cycle is brilliant because it helps to encourage your baby to fall asleep on their own and can therefore help them to become more independent sleepers, which is what we want. This routine can be such a good way to help organize your day, make the rhythm of feeding, play and sleep more predictable and enjoyable for you and your baby. Now let's talk about wake windows because I remember everybody shouting about wake windows. They should be awake for this long, they should be awake for that long, they should be in bed by this time. And I was so confused, had no idea what this meant. So wake windows, had no idea what this meant, but actually wake windows are so important for helping your baby sleep. Wake windows are the periods of time your baby's awake between naps. And understanding wake windows is a game changer, let me tell you. Each baby is unique, but, on, but based on general guidelines, these can help you predict when your little one might be ready to sleep again. So for newborn zero to two months, the wake windows are a much shorter, typically around 45 to 60 minutes. And this is when you should be starting to think about and getting your baby ready for another nap. Two to three months, this age, wake windows tend to get a little bit longer. This could be an hour, an hour and a half. Three to six months, an hour and a half to two and a half hours. This, so wake window is the, um, the amount of time that your baby should be awake for an extended period after they've been fed before you put them down to nap. Wake windows are so important because it helps to prevent overtiredness. I've absolutely been there, especially with my first child. We used to go to like baby centers and play uh, soft play, things like that. And he would get so overstimulated. I'd push his nap out and think, well, he's been awake longer, so he's going to sleep, sleep for longer. 
absolutely not. If he if he missed his wake window and was awake for an extended period of time, he wouldn't go down for a nap. It sounded so counterintuitive, but that's just how it works. If they're overtired, it can make it much harder for them to fall asleep. So understanding wake windows is actually so, so important. Wake windows are a real helpful guideline, but every baby is different. And, and that's why having more of a relaxed but still structured routine can really help you to gauge when your baby's ready to go to sleep. This leads us perfectly onto baby sleep and feeding cues. And this is so important because recognizing your baby's sleep and feeding cues is like learning another language. If you're a first time parent, it's, it's a lot to take in for sure. But it's so rewarding when you understand what they're trying to communicate with you. And their cues are a way of them telling you what they want, whether it's food, whether it's a nappy change, whether it's sleep. So some early sleep cues that indicate your baby's starting to feel tired include things like yawning, rubbing their eyes, looking away, and being a little bit quieter. And then we move on to the late sleep cues. These suggest that your baby's very tired and actually may have a harder time settling. So fussiness, overtiredness, or overactivity. So this is what I used to happen to us. So I'd think, oh, he's fine. Like he's so excited being in this play center. Actually, he was just overtired, had an extra burst of energy. And that is a real sign of a baby that's overtired if they're way past their wake window. And then he wouldn't go for a nap. <laughs> baby feeding cues, these are signs that your baby's showing you that they could start to be hungry. So these include things like lip smacking, sucking on hands and fingers, um, opening their mouth while moving their head. And these are signs that your baby's starting to feel hungry. Some more active feeding cues, these indicate that your baby is really quite hungry. So fussing, trying to position themselves for feeding, opening their mouth, crying, agitation. Learning to read your baby's cues does take time and patience and it's perfectly normal to find it challenging at first. You know, as you and your baby grow together, you'll become more attuned to each other's signs and you'll be able to understand more about what your baby's trying to tell you. So that is a brief overview of baby sleep and baby feeding and the common topics that our community asks us about. So when I had my son Jasper in 2020, I, as I said, my mum isn't around. We don't have any family around us at all. And I was one of the first of my friends to have a baby. And I was at home when I'd given birth and I was so overwhelmed. I had no idea how much milk to give him, when to feed him, how long to feed him for, when he should be napping. I found it so hard to adjust to the new complete lack of control and not, not knowing and the not knowing, you know, the unknown can be really scary, especially when you've got a baby to look after. And after so much research, trial and error, I've realized that the more he fully fed at each feed, the more he sleep, slept better at night and the more consistent his naps were. I learned all about wake windows, fussiness, baby sleep cues. And, and I started telling all my friends who were due to give birth about the things that I'd learned. And this is how we created our baby sleep and baby feeding guide with month by month, hour by hour, sleep and feeding schedules. So you do not have to go through the stress, anxiety and worry that I did when I had my first son. Having spoken with thousands of mums in our community, we know that baby sleep is the number one pain point for new parents. And that is why we are offering you a free 15 minute baby sleep and baby feeding webinar 
to help educate you on setting a healthy foundation of sleep for your baby to ensure you and your baby are well rested and getting the sleep that you need. Head to our show notes to join our free 15 minute baby sleep and baby feeding webinar and join thousands of mums in the Carolac community. We can't wait to see you there. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us to reach other mums just like you.